We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. I tell you, if you'll preach the truth, they'll come. Don't know whether there's any preachers here or not, but it's so anyhow. You won't have any trouble getting folks to come if you'll give them the truth. Amen. They want to hear it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan on Paul's Revelation. I know I was reading some years ago, preaching a meeting in California. I was sitting out in the church house in the daytime, been praying. I was sitting on the platform, a chair like that, and had my Bible. And as I read that, something just leaped off of the page, and I ju- it shocked me so until I jumped out of that chair, I must have jumped three feet high. My Bible went sailing one way, and another book I had in my lap went sailing another way, and I said to myself, no, 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 I didn't read that right. No, it didn't say what I thought it did. And I was just a-trembling. I picked my Bible up and read it again, and I said, no, I can't accept that, but, but it's there. Now, here's what it is. We'll start with the 17th verse of the 5th chapter of 2 Corinthians first. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, See, I told you, not only did Jesus defeat Satan, God through Jesus, but God has made us new creations. Praise God, who have authority over Satan. He has no authority over us. He is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new, and all things, all of these things are of God. Now notice, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, what is the ministry he gave us? The ministry of reconciliation. Now, what is it? Verse 19. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. Did you hear that? It was God, now notice here, Amplified Translation. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them. He wants us to go tell the sinner, not if they'll be good and bald and squall and slings not half of the night. Forgive me, but I just had to say it. That's the idea some people's got. That he might eventually have mercy on them and do something for them if they'll do penance for half a year. He wants to tell them us to tell them that God Almighty has already canceled out their debt. He's not holding one thing against them. But somebody said, if he isn't, then they'll all go to heaven. No, they're still children of the devil. They have to become children of God so they can go to heaven. He's already canceled it out. He's not a going to. 
Did you, don't you see we've never told them we went out, I'd bless God, folks gone out and beat the poor old sinner over the head. Then wonder why he quit coming to church. Well, my goodness, a poor old hog would have enough sense to quit coming up if somebody took a ball bat and beat his head bloody every time he came up to eat. You don't find anywhere in the Bible God told us to go out and club the sinner. Folks think you're supposed to preach him under conviction. You aren't supposed to do that. They're already under conviction. They already know it in their heart, in their spirit. Are you hearing me? Amen. It's so. And then God have mercy on a lot of preachers and pastors. They preach to the saints like this sinner. They think they're supposed to keep them under conviction all the time. And keep them praying in the altar. Well, it's good for folks to pray. But you don't have to beat people over the head to make them pray. Until they don't know whether they're saved half the time or not. They go to church and go home condemned. And then the pastors gripe and bellyache around because you can't get anybody to come. I don't blame them. I wouldn't go either. Amen. I'll tell you, if you'll preach the truth, they'll come. Don't know whether there's any preachers here or not, but it's so anyhow. You won't have any trouble getting folks to come if you'll give them the truth. Amen. They want to hear it. I don't know whether it helps you or not, but I preach myself happy. <laughs> Praise God. Well, all right. Let's look at it again. It was God. He's not going to do it. He has done it. Personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them. And committing to us the message of reconciliation, of the restoring to favor. He's committed this message of reconciliation, of restoring to favor to us. That's what we're supposed to tell them. But it just hasn't been told them yet. I'm well convinced. If the full truth was really given to folks, as it sure ought to be, they'd run over one another to get men. I believe that. I believe that. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We are Christ's ambassadors, the next verse says. God making his appeal, as it were, through us. That's the only way he can make it. We, as Christ's personal representatives, beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered you. <laughs> oh, bless God. Just come and take it. Just come and lay hold of it. Don't come and cry half the night. Don't come and see if you can talk him in the notion. Bless God, he was personally present in Christ already doing something for you. Come and lay hold of this divine favor now offered you. 
and be reconciled to God. Hallelujah. Are you still here? All right, that's the gospel. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. Are you hearing me? That's the gospel. Paul said over here in Romans, the very first chapter, the 16th verse, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Remember, that's Paul that's telling us what this gospel is there we just read in 2 Corinthians. For it is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. I have to be preaching out of a Schofield Bible in the footnote. It says the Hebrew and Greek words for salvation implies the ideas of deliverance, safety, preservation, healing, and soundness. Now, don't you see, men and women, that when your debts are canceled, you can be healed. Because sickness came as a result of sin. Not necessarily your sin, but Adam's sin in the beginning, we all fell out to it. Now, don't you see now what happened? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power. What's the power? The gospel's the power. Of God unto salvation, unto deliverance, unto healing, unto soundness. That's talking both spiritually and physical healing and soundness. Now you can understand something that we covered in our day Bible lesson one day here in the 14th chapter of, of the Acts when the Bible says that Barnabas and Saul went to Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lyconia and regions round about. And the 7th verse of Acts 14 says, And that they preached the gospel. And there sat a certain man at Lystra impotent in his feet being a cripple from his mother's womb who never had walked the same heard Paul speak who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving he had faith to be healed said with a loud voice stand upright on thy feet and he leaped and walked now what did that some power Paul had caused his apostle no Paul didn't heal the man the man had faith that said to be healed where in the world did he get the faith and there he preached the gospel, they preached the gospel also. The same heard Paul speak. He heard Paul tell them that God, you see, this man was a sinner that was healed. This man was the Christian gospel, never been, but he got healed before he ever got saved. I've had many sinners healed. All of them but one that I know of got saved then, but I've had some of the most miraculous healing I've had been on sinners. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. And, and you see, what was Paul doing? Well, he was telling him that it, God was personally present in Christ Jesus, restoring the world, that meant him, into favor with himself. Not counting up or holding against him his trespasses or sins, but canceling them out. And now because he's canceled them out, that Satan had no more authority to rule over him, with disease or sickness, but the penalty and the result from wrongdoing, he could be delivered from it too. And he heard Paul, and he believed it, and Paul looked over there and perceived that he had accepted the message and that faith comes to him in the Word. And so he said, Stand up right on your feet. And the man jumped up and leaped and walked. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family 
by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer, the Kenneth E. Hagen Legacy Bible. It's bound in beautiful black genuine leather, contains a collection of 26 lessons on faith and the harmony of the four Gospels. But wait, that's not where this offer stops. If you buy the Bible for $129.95, Kenneth and Lynette will give you the three CD series from Kenneth Hagen, Keys to the Greater Glory, Kenneth E. Hagen's single CD, The Reality of Heaven and Hell, and finally, Kenneth E. Hagen's DVD entitled Bring Back the King. These three resources are retailed at $42.95, but are free with the purchase of this Bible. Call toll-free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Talk about partnering with us. Yes. We have so many great partners out there, and, and I want to tell you, uh, you, you help us. Without you, that's we right. couldn't make it. Now, somebody said, well, what is a word partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us regularly. And somebody that sends in at least a month, once a month, uh, whatever they can, that's right. in, an offering. In, in offering to help us to keep this telecast and help us keep Rama going. And so that's 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 what a Word Partner Club is. And if you would like to be a Word Partner Club member with us, well, you can go to rama.org/wpc and all the information's there and how to become a partner. And we really thank you. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.